0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Child of. Today I'm kind of struggling. It is 90 degrees in the upstairs room where my recording equipment is. We don't have an AC up here yet, and I am smoldering. So you may hear a fan in the background. Just hopefully it doesn't pick up too much, but I need it so that I can record and stay sane. So today I'm going to be talking about dealing with situations that left a significant scar on you. Those kinds of memories that just stick with you that you're constantly ruminating on and unable to move past. So four years ago I was on the brink of getting married and I knew that my family wasn't going to be supportive so I wasn't really counting on that but my brother and his wife had Shared support on a couple different occasions, and I had been in contact with them. I was really tight with um, their kids. They had two little boys that I absolutely love, and um, I just... Because of our interactions, I assumed that they would be there. I had asked my brother's wife to be my maid of honor. It was, she was, I considered a friend, a dear friend at the time. And um, on the day of the wedding, my brother decided to change his mind completely, sent me a message in the morning saying that he couldn't support me getting married. And um, then his wife, 30 minutes before the ceremony said, she wasn't coming, and that was really, really extremely painful for me because it was the only members of my family that were going to be there on a significant day in my life, and they backed out at the last minute, which was really, really excruciating for me. I managed to not cry that day, but I there were quite a few days after my wedding that I was just sobbing because I, I was so hurt by the situation and I didn't know that I could get past it or ever trust them again Um, so a few maybe a month after that I mean my spouse was pretty angry at them for what they had done and how much they'd hurt me so I had previously like months before I had told my brother's wife that I had been sexually abused by my previous um, partner and I, I had said it kind of in passing, but I thought that I had made myself clear that it had been a very bad relationship. And so after me and my spouse got married, I realized after being on social media, which is a horrible place, but um, that they were still friends. My my brother's wife and my ex were still friends and still chatting on Facebook. And, and that, hurt, that hurt my heart really bad. Not only had she betrayed me, in a very important moment, but she had betrayed me again by continuing a relationship with this person who had, had deeply wounded me. Um, so my spouse ended up calling them out online and and asking why they were still um, friends with this person that, that had hurt me so badly. And my brother ended up saying some really vicious things to me online, which ended up having some people seeing the comments and coming after him, and he is a registered nurse, so um, it affected his job, I think. Well, he's saying that it affected his job, anyways. I ended up defending him, even though he was he was saying horrible things to me, and and since then we have had absolutely no contact because he he blames me for the situation, even though he was the one who was saying the horrible things to me. It's ironic in these these families where um, you're raised seeing abuse and witnessing it, how it kind of trickles down to the next generation and having my brother treat me so horribly and then blaming me for the situation, Um, even though I, I stood up for him after he said the atrocious things to me. Anyways, it was a very dramatic, very chaotic situation. And of course, he cut off our relationship after that. I haven't seen my nephew since then. It's been over four years. And I've had to grieve the loss of that part of my family, a friendship that I thought that I had with his wife, and, and the love that I had for my nephews, which has been really, really, really hard. There's been a lot of grief that I've had to deal with. But this situation, I have kept coming back to over and over and over. I swear, when I was working at my last job, it was a very isolating, quiet job, and I was by myself a lot, and I would ruminate on this situation over and over repeatedly until I was like so emotionally sick. I couldn't figure out what I could have done. I didn't understand how I could apologize because as much as I examined the situation and what happened I couldn't figure out anything that I had done wrong and usually I'm okay with apologizing if I have done something wrong but I was not okay with apologizing for something that I didn't do and as a codependent person I was on the verge so many times of apologizing for the situation even though I had not said anything cruel, I had stood up for someone who was hurting me, and I just wanted to have some resolution. I just wanted healing. But through the healing that I have been working on in myself, I have been able to hold myself back for the last several years from from essentially making a fool out of myself and apologizing for something that I really had no part of, because it was, first of all, it was my spouse that called them out. And second of all, I I didn't incite anything and I stood up for him. But again, this just kept going over in my head. I kept ruminating on it because I was so hurt, so damaged from the situation. When you've gone through something painful, you'd think that if you told someone that they would be compassionate and sad, especially if they're someone that should love you. So when you do tell someone something like being sexually assaulted by a partner um, and they respond with, and this was his response, how dare you bring that person around my children? And then he threatened to call the police and make me tell the police everything that happened to me. And I was not going to do that because it had been several years since I'd been in that relationship. And there was, I mean, there's no way to prove domestic or sexual violence two years after the fact. So for the past four years, I have been looking for some way to resolve this situation in my own head since I can't seem to resolve it between my brother and I and I doubt that he'll ever take responsibility for his own part in the situation and for the awful things he said to me the threats he made and the accusations of me putting his kids in harm's way when that wasn't even remotely the case so a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to a lecture by Dr. Peterson, and he was talking about memories that still have emotional charge in them that are over 18 months old. And I was like, hey, I have that. Um, and it's way over 18 months. And he was talking about how you should look and see what you would do differently now if you were in that situation. And that broke through a wall for me. mental wall I was so fixated at that time on what I could have done different in that moment but I only had so much to work with and I was in an absolutely stupid amount of pain at that time so I was not seeing things clearly and thinking about what I would do differently if it happened today kind of gave me some semblance of control back because hey I've grown so much and I've learned so much so what would I do differently if that situation happened today well first of all that situation would not even happen today and that realization was a breath of fresh air first of all I am way more careful with who I share detailed vulnerable information with because I know there are certain people who will use information like that as a weapon to hurt you and not to show any compassion whatsoever. So I wouldn't have even shared that information if it happened today. I wouldn't have trusted my brother who has a history of not being kind. I would not have shared that information with him or his wife who could tell him that information. It's just not something that I would do today. And thank God I've learned that lesson. I've come to fully understand that people react from who they are, not from who you are. They don't react to your value, not likely. They react based on who they are and the character that they have. The girl that I was when the situation happened was horribly wounded and desperate for compassion, desperate for love, and constantly reaching out saying, Hey, I'm hurting. I've had these things happen to me. I'm scared to talk about them. And... I was met with threats and anger. What I've realized is that a lot of times we ask the wrong questions when we're dealing with super painful memories like this. We're constantly focused on what we could have done differently in the moment. And sometimes there's nothing we could have done differently. That's really hard. And it leaves you with absolutely nothing to work with. But I think the goal is is to become the person that this situation wouldn't even happen to. Not in an unhealthy way, like I'm never going to let anyone close to me ever again, or I'm never going to speak of these traumatizing things that happened to me. But to be very discerning in who you share very sensitive information like that with. Make sure that you trust that person and that they have... prove themselves to be trustworthy another aspect of this kind of rumination i feel like is a some kind of codependence you feel like you have to make right with these people who are so cruel to you and let me tell you you don't you do not have to make right with people who have hurt you when you have done nothing wrong it's not necessary it's not important it's not healthy it's not good if there's going to be any reconciliation you have to tell yourself it has to be like activated on the part of the other person they have to come to you they have to be apologetic for the hurt that they've caused otherwise you're just floundering and caving at their feet and begging for scraps and it's not a good look for you it doesn't help you it hurts you in the long run and this is the hard truth, is that if you do do these things, if you do apologize for things that you have not done wrong, if you take accountability for someone else's wrongs or their actions, they will not respect you and they will continue to treat you like trash. So you have to get strong. You have to set boundaries. You have to know what it is okay with you and what is not. You have to be willing to say no and you have to have the gumption And the strength to walk away when people do push past your boundaries or disrespect you. Because not only do they need to know that you're serious, you also need to know that you're serious. You need to know that you're valuable. You need to know that you need to be treated with kindness and decency and compassion. And this is a really hard lesson for children of narcissistic parents because likely you've been raised being told and being programmed that everyone else is more important than you are. So... You always feel like you're wrong because you've always been told that you're wrong and you always feel like you have to apologize for things that aren't your fault because that's what you've been programmed to do. And this is part of your deprogramming. If you get stuck on a memory like I did for four years, a situation that just hurt you so badly, don't think, what could I have done differently in that moment? Chances are you were working with everything that you had and you were trying to do the best that you could. Instead, focus on becoming the person who that situation wouldn't even happen to. You wouldn't be in that situation where you're trusting the wrong person because you have vetted everyone in your life well and you're making good choices and you're so proud of yourself and you have so much respect for yourself and the people in your life that you never even end up in a situation where someone you love is treating you this badly. I really hope that this episode inspires you to dig deep into your memories and to figure out if there are any that are haunting you. Generally, I mean, I'm assuming that if you've listened to this episode all the way through, you already have a couple that have come to mind that you know that you need to deal with. Most people with trauma do. Abusive interactions can be really confusing for most people because half the time we don't understand what it is we could have done to deserve that. and. And it's asking the wrong question again, because it has nothing to do with the victim. It has everything to do with the perpetrator. So dig back into those old memories that are still haunting you and remind your younger self that, hey, I did my best. And now I am gonna work towards becoming such a strong and incredible person that I'm never in situations with people who are abusive who can take advantage of me because I'm smart and I vet my people. I hope these thoughts and stories that I'm sharing help you guys and give you guys the tools that you need to move forward in your own lives. With that being said, I am sweating so bad, so I'm going to sign off for now. I will talk to you all again next Tuesday. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I hope that your summer is going fantastic.